This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. I'm guessing you've seen this news about the Silicon Valley Bank what do you say? Uh, I don't know. Failure, collapse, shut down. People that had money in the bank, they're not going to get all of it. Money just evaporating. How's that happen exactly? Where did it go? Nobody asks. They're just like, oh, it's gone. Is it really gone? No chance of getting it back. The bank, the issue is that they had too much cash out. They can't pay their uh, depositors. People want the money back, and the bank doesn't have the cash. They say they don't have a lack of liquidity. They don't have all the money in the bank. It's not all kept in the vault. They use it to uh, uh, write loans, loans many, 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 many times more than uh, the amount of cash that they have on hand like a hundred times more than they have cash on hand. Kind of crazy, really. So then people can't get their money back out, and uh, I guess this is the the problem that gets created. But I don't understand how the money just vanishes into thin air. Those loans are still out there. From what I understand, this wasn't caused by a, a loan default. Some kind of crazy cockamamie scheme, really. Well, you you need to know the laws. If you're keeping that kind of cash in the bank, you run the risk of having problems. Uh, Megan and Harry supposedly had money in there. Who knows? Who cares? Now you've got uh, people that are clamoring that this is going to be a big problem. And it got me to thinking, for this and other reasons, I was kind of just reminiscing, thinking back. I was kind of reliving the 70s this weekend. I'll explain that in a few minutes. But I was trying to think back. I thought, you know, how how many of these economic disasters have I seen in my lifetime? Enron, uh, the Great Recession, when Lehman Brothers went down, and then that uh, triggered a whole market, uh, you know, tragedy, whatever you call it. None of these things really... uh, affected me directly, I guess. The 70s did. Our family struggled in the 70s. The savings and loan crisis of the early 90s then ended up uh, being favorable to our family. I'm not going to get into the details of that, but it, it did. 2006, uh, bank collapse, stock market crash, Enron, Early 90s. Early 90s was kind of like, I guess, what they're predicting here with this. I don't know. But, I, you know, people say, oh, it's going to lead to this big collapse, big collapse. I thought that 2006 was going to be this massive, I mean, I thought lights out, like, you know, people not eating and hard, you know, screaming and the, 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 no street lights, like just darkness. I thought it was just going to be horrific, and none of that happened. You think just when you think, ah, oh, there's no way they could print any more money, thirty trillion dollars, thirty. You say thirty, they're pushing on to fifty, fifty trillion dollars in debt, and that's really the root cause of this. Now people are saying, hey, 
if the government doesn't step in and bail this out, then people are going to have no confidence. They're going to be pulling their money out of all these banks. I bet you it doesn't happen. Bet you not. It's my guess. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Trump, he's not happy about it. He says, uh, with what is happening to our economy and the, and, the t- and the proposals being made on the largest and dumbest tax increase in the history of the United States times five, Joe Biden will go down as the Herbert Hoover of the modern age. You'll have a Great Depression far bigger and more powerful than that of 1929, as proof the banks are already starting to collapse. It really does seem to me that the, the Biden and the Democrats and the machine really do want destruction of everything. I don't know. Is it just me? Tell me how I'm wrong about that. It's like not only is it like, well, I don't know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that, but you could. This isn't like a slight difference of opinion. You know, I'm thinking, why why would you do that? Government revenues are extremely high. Uh, the economy kind of is puttering along in some kind of growth pattern. Thank goodness. Could be a lot worse. But they're like, what's the answer to that? Oh, let's raise taxes like a lot. Are you out of your mind? Do they not realize what happens? Government can't take enough. They're going to take more. We'll see. We shall see. They start shifting tax laws to where it changes the liquidity of of private companies. But don't think for a second that Biden really cares. Do you really think he does? Does not care. Doesn't give a hoot. Long as he gets his checks, he's already gotten paid. He gets paid on the front end. Biden's smart like that. I don't know. It's interesting that this uh, collapse of this bank could trigger this huge economic collapse. We shall see. I mean, that's like saying it could rain tomorrow, really. But people are bringing now into question the, the, the whole state of the whole situation. Really? You don't say. Like, bankrupt? How The, the failures of the Federal Reserve is to allow this untold printing. They had to. Had to. And now the effects of all that cash are being felt around the world, really. The whole world's having to adjust. And, you know, if, if China and Russia and Iran, isn't there another one? They would like to form their own currency. I don't think India. Maybe. I don't think so. They would like to have their own currency instead of the dollar because they don't like American politics. Can you blame them? Can you blame them? United States, under this administration, has done nothing to cultivate good partnerships, ironically. Ironically, they they accuse Trump of being the isolationist, the nationalist, but he did more to have better relationships around the world than than Biden, Mr. Mr., uh, Worldly over here. Flying in. Uh, by, uh, what do they call that, skydiving into Kiev, landing under gunfire. Good God, Mr. World Trail. What has he done? He's Stay home, for God's sake. I don't know. The People don't realize how fragile the economy is, how uncertain things are. This uh, 
economic and financial stability that we we rely on. People don't realize how how fragile it is. Well, we'll see what's going to happen. Like I said, I've lived through it before, and it's never as bad as it seems, and yada, yada, yada. Pinch pennies, people get by. Some ways it's better, some ways it's worse. Maybe they'll bring back the uh, station wagon. Remember the station wagon? Got replaced by the minivan, I guess, which I have to agree is a superior vehicle, but... Let's just go back to the station. I saw this interesting article about the uh, wood panel station wagons. We had at least two that I can remember. These things were beasts of cars. You remember? (laughs) The massive, you know, 3,000 pound, uh, 25 feet long, right? (laughs) Huge. Like six miles to the gallon, eight miles to the gallon, something like that. Burn that oil, baby. But it was a great vehicle. It really was. And and I remember as a kid in the 70s, we couldn't get gas because because of the oil embargo. But when we did, boy, we used to ride around the back of that thing. Those seatbelts free, windows down. I'm sure. Did we have air conditioning? You know, I think my father took it off to get better fuel economy. I really do. It like added like five, not five miles a gallon, like a mile a gallon or something like that. Took it off. We don't need air conditioning. Who needs air conditioning? We didn't live like that. I was out in the woods at a place called Evansburg State Park on Sunday afternoon. And uh, did a couple miles out there along the creek, a lot of it. Some of it just kind of tough climbing, if you will. You know, having to grab trees to get up and down the steep banks, and it was a little slick with the mud. The Merrill sneakers that I had did great. But anyway, I used to do that all the time when I was a kid. At one point, we were running down the trail, and I thought, man, it just felt like being a kid again. It really did. I used to love doing that. Found uh, two skulls, a deer skull. Found uh, one antler. Found a groundhog skull. Pretty cool, right? Deer hide. A lot of fish in there down along the along the creek. And it just it was it made me remember growing up in Pennsylvania is a neat place. It really is. Being outside, it's beautiful. This winter, I mean, right now you wouldn't normally be out the ground would normally be frozen. You wouldn't be climbing around like they'd be sliding around the snow. This time of year that right now <clears throat> it's been so warm, it's muddy. We went up up and down the creek, went all the way down a couple miles, crossed over on the bridge, came back up a couple miles on the other side. It was just incredible. I wish I would have brought my fishing pole, but it's not fishing season anyway. Probably could have landed a few nights. Water was just flowing, pristine, beautiful. Couldn't help but wonder how uh, how polluted it was. Not what it was, you know, but it looked good. Everything looked pretty good. A lot of deer <clears throat> a lot of a lot of activity. It's very rich in uh, quite a floodplain down there. You just get a lot of sediment that just produces a lot of life. It's just how it goes. I enjoy. It's good. It's good to be outside. Good to drive with the windows down too, without the air conditioning on. I don't know. That's what I say. What else do we have going on? Mike Pence says uh, history will hold Trump accountable for January sixth. What a schmuck. What a what is he doing? 
Well, does Mike Pence really think that he has a political career ahead of him? Does Mike Pence really believe for a second that anybody would – he's as finished as Al Gore. Mike Pence is as, as much of a train wreck as Al Gore. Do you realize that? What a shame. What a shame. A guy that I used to look at and honored and revered, his uh, stoicism, the caliber of his character, what a schmuck. Al Gore 2.0, the Republican version of Al Gore. That's what Mike Pence has turned out to be. History will hold Trump accountable. How about his acquiescing to Democrats like every other rhino, the little plant Republican? How we missed that, I'll never know. We actually thought he was on our team. Boy, were we wrong. When it came time to stand up and, and take a stand, Mike Pence was nowhere to be found. I I, I don't think it's for one person to decide the election. What? Nobody asked you to decide the election. He said, don't certify it. Send it back. Have the improprieties looked at. Liar. Lying Mike Pence. Why? What happened? I don't know. Somebody got to him. Somebody paid him. Who knows? Uh... I think it was Mitch McConnell. No. Kevin Kramer from North Dakota said McCarthy should not have released the January 6th tapes. Isn't it funny that all these people that saying that they shouldn't have released them, not one of them stepped forward to tell the truth? You didn't hear any of them squawking when all the hearings were going on. Hey, by the way, what you're witnessing is a big lie. You didn't hear any of that. Not a word. Isn't that funny? I don't know. I have some some pretty sharp words for these people. I think it would be best I just keep it to myself. I don't know. I, you know, how do you how do they sit there with a straight face? I, I don't think it's right they release those tapes. Really? How are people supposed to get the truth? In other words, they say, I don't think that the people deserve to hear the truth. That's what they're saying. I think it's better that they're lied to. Doggone. Republican from North Dakota, no less. Go pound sand, bunch of schmucks. Old guy, 70-some years old, shoots after robbers. Nobody hit. They shot at him. He shot at them. Thank goodness. Probably would have been charged in Philadelphia. I'm surprised this story is being put out the way it is. I didn't think you were allowed to defend yourself in Philadelphia anymore. Somebody's going to rob you. Well, that's their racial right then, right? Isn't that, what, what, how else would you explain it? They're not going to put them, have any bail. They're not going to arrest them. They're not going to charge them. If they're illegal immigrant, they'll make sure they have a nice place to stay. You, you bum. You should have just gave them your wallet and then asked them where you could send a check as a follow-up. People not doing this. Get with the program. So this guy they look at like he's some kind of hero. I don't think so. Probably racist. You know, it's funny, too. Let me see if I can pull this up here. Almost makes me wonder. An elderly man, blah, blah, blah. At night, I keep my pistol, blah, 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 blah. I have to pull it out. 71-year-old Henry Joel told ABC6. Joel, and they call him Joel. Henry Joel. 71-year-old Henry Joel. Joel being the last name. Joel ran out to pick up an order of Chinese food in North Philadelphia. The victim pulled out his revolver, emptied his gun during the incident. 
Joel was shot in the ankle. Um, neighbor in the area said that she was shot in the same time she was pregnant and lamented that Joel didn't deserve such violence. They say Joel, 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 the last name. I'm guessing Asian, elderly Asian guy running out to get Chinese food. Joel? Ah, Joel. In other words, a bunch of black guys tried to rob an Asian guy, and he shot back and defended himself. Oh, wow, he, ah, see, you should not kill. That's ancient Chinese proverb. Oh, now I'm the racist. As long as he didn't shoot him, as long as he didn't hit him, I guess it's okay. You could use the gun to scare him. Is that what we're saying? I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out what the rules are. Do you have a permit for this gun? It's like impossible to get a permit. Joel? Henry Joel? Why is it in the article? So you never see the name like that. And Joel pulled out his gun. Joel was thankful to be alive. Joel shot back against the... The uh, Asian hate intruder didn't bring any of that in there. No racial bias, nothing. Except by me, of course. So I'm a white nationalist, whatever they call us these days. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not the one that put Joel, his last name. Wouldn't they say Mr. Joel? Why wouldn't they say Mr. Joel? Ah, uh, Joel. Joel, shoot back. Joel, no. No hit. That make big difference. No racism. <laughs> I don't know. God help me, right? Now, I'm, I don't know how I'm in trouble now. I wasn't shooting at anybody. Now, how did I end up being the bad guy in all this? Anyway, speaking of bad guys, I was reading about this scam, and I'm like, do people really fall for this stuff? Basically, they get, get in touch with people, and they want them to invest. And people say, oh, the money. Like, well, we, can, we have a company that will lend you the money. And you just have to sign for it. They point them to this website. It's, you know, they're the scammer's website. People put their information in there. They take out these loans and, you know, pretend to be investing it, but lo and behold, people never get any money out of it. They get completely scammed. Imagine that. Thinking, did people really fall for this stuff? Uh-huh. Yes, they do. I saw an ad. I'm going to tell you about an ad that I saw. Let me tell you about this advertisement. Uh, it caught my eye. I thought I'd mention. I'm sure I have before. Not this particular one. In fact, I'm, I should delete it out of here because I am going to delete it out of here. I was, I'm not advertising for them. Anyway, it was. it's a, uh, a, a headlamp, a little battery-operated headlamp. And the reason that I mention it and the reason that it caught my eye, you've got to have a couple of these on hand. Just go buy. You can go order online like a pack of six. Throw one in the car, one in the garage, one in the kitchen kitchen drawer. Hold on to a few of these things. Why? In case of an emergency power outage, dog lost, severed wound, any of these kind of things, you'd be happy that you did. I don't know. It's just a good idea to have some of these headlamps for like two bucks a piece. And they're great these days. The, the, the power of these things is, is incredible. Incredible, but you can't not you can't afford not that. And when you want to be hands free, trust me, you're going to be happy you have the headlamp. You will. In other news, uh, school lunch lady, 31 years old, assaulting 14 year old male student. Kind of a crazy story. 
really just uh, putting herself on this kid. I wonder what uh, what kind of mental uh, gears get switched, young lady like that, doing something like that. You know, I don't know. I don't care if it's the Catholic Church or the public school system or something in between. There's got to be uh, supervision in the schools. Always got to be two sets of eyes. Sad, but that's the reality. Probably always has been. I saw this story, kind of caught my eye. I figured rather than, uh, you know, take my chances listening to the uh, Internet here, I'd ask some of you if you know. Small U.S. airports that take the hassle out of flying. I hear more and more people talking about it. For us, we've got Philadelphia, Philadelphia International Airport. That's kind of the go-to. Horrible. The union there, the people, miserable, horrible service, dirty Terrible. Philadelphia Airport, probably one of the worst. You've got Newark, which is a zoo. Not much further away, depending on traffic, really. I think it's about 15, 20 miles further, but not always a longer drive. Newark. And then the the small airport would be, uh, I don't know, Allentown, Bethlehem, or Lehigh Valley International, I think it might be. Is it international? I don't know, but... I've never flown out of there. I've driven by it. I uh, once had an office right by there. Never flown out of there. Maybe it's time to give it a try. I don't know. Uh, The big airports have just gotten out of hand, to say the least. Would you do it? Is it the way to go? Is a small airport better? Could you get a direct flight? That's the real question. Are the planes bigger or smaller? Can I fit in the bathroom? These are the questions that I have. Very simply, can I fit in the bathroom Can I get a direct flight? That's all I want to know. That's all I want to know. Everything else is virtually irrelevant. Eh, lost luggage, I guess, is an issue. Safety record, I guess. But assuming that everybody's free and clear on those things, am I going to be able to take a leak if I'm up at 30,000 feet and all of a sudden I get the urge to go? You know, I'm getting older. My prostate's getting larger. And I, I don't always have the same bladder control that I did when I was younger let alone the other direction. I mean, for God's sake, you know, big guy's got to go too. What do you think happens? You know, you, you you shift in your seat a little bit. You feel that uncomfortable pinch in your belly. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Oh, that wasn't a drop in altitude. <laughs> uh, forgive me. For, we're all, I'm an adolescent at heart. You know, I try to dress it up, but what do you want me to tell you? What do you want me to do? What am I supposed to do? I'm in the, you, you're going to try fitting in the... I'm not kidding. I'm not making this up. I can't even uh, urinate in the airplane bathrooms. Horrible. Horrible. I don't know. I'm not going to get too far into it because this gets, ends up disgusting. I don't know how I could possibly risk taking an eight-hour flight. I really don't. Does such a thing even exist? Five-hour flight, coast to coast? I would be a little nervous. I got to be upfront with you. Does everybody go to the bathroom on a coast to you know five hour flight? Do you assume that everybody's going to go to the bathroom at least once? That is a, a large volume of body waste that the plane has to deal with. Think about it. Kind of crazy, really. Anyway, I know, utterly disgusting. Hopefully, you're not like sitting down to the dinner table or anything like that. 
Anyway, uh, that's my questions. Can I fit in the bathroom? Can I get a direct flight? Sorry, I didn't mean, I didn't mean to go into all the gory details about it, but this is what's important to me at this point. Is it a reasonable price? So we'll find out, I guess. Maybe somebody can tell me. What kind of local airport do you have? Is it better than the large metropolitan airport? 15 million Californians under flood watches. Praise God. God brought rain. The people cried out, Lord God, we need water. Water for our crops, water to bathe and water to drink. People in California have been without water. And praise God, the answer to our prayers. That's what you used to say. Now, the new God of woke liberalism, which is, is what the, the mainstream religion is now, what does that religion say? That religion says that we are doomed because we are dirty. And because we are dirty, we are doomed. That, the, that there's an environmental catastrophe coming because of us, because we've been so dirty. And that's why it was a drought for so long. Climate change, they call it. And now this sudden shift to water, that's also climate change. Indeed it is. Indeed it is. So people have water. Do you think there's any talk of building, say, an additional reservoir? Say, an additional... What if they? What if California proposed five new desalination uh, systems that could produce five million gallons a day? I think they're about a million gallons a day each. How much of a difference would that make next time it gets uh, dry conditions? Probably can't because it, there's no way you can afford to run those plants when there's ample water like now. Climate change, perplexing, really. So, listen to this crazy story. Uh, uh, I don't know. Ehud, E-H-U-D, Barak, who was a former prime minister in Israel, said that civil disobedience is needed if Israel passes this latest law, which would put restrictions on judges, basically, on what judges are allowed to decide and and overturn. I don't know the exact details of that. Sounds fairly political, but the judges are fairly political, right? But there are people, liberals, that are very upset, and they're calling for civil disobedience, saying that the people have not just a right, but a duty. A duty. Listen to the talk for civil disobedience. Why here does it go right to revolution, armed revolution? Just because we have a Second Amendment doesn't mean that we should use weapons. Are they not uh, to be a defensive tool? No, you would say. When it becomes necessary to overthrow the government, how are you going to do that? You have to have people in place to take over. Do we have that? No. A solid plan to undo what's in place? No. So really what you're talking about is anarchy with that kind of talk. But that's not what's being talked about in Israel. A plotted plan of civil disobedience. What would that be? Closing down roads and highways, shutting down commerce, disrupting business, disrupting people's ability to make a living, disrupting uh, emergency supplies and whatnot. 
Now the government, of course, like the, look at the uh, Canadian truckers. That was that was an act of civil disobedience. Look at it got them. It got them beaten and, and drug off to jail. I think they're still sitting there rotting, just like January sixth. Now you're going to have it in, in another world-renowned democracy, Israel. Wow. Talk about ushering in the, the era of totalitarianism. I don't know. Totalitarian governments, liberal government in Canada, liberal government here. This case, it would be liberals that would be protesting. How about in France? Look at what's going on there. What the heck is going on? Lots, lots of people losing their minds. I thought this was interesting. I'm just going to mention this real quick. Texas man sues wife's ex-wife's friends over allegedly helping her get an abortion, which was against the law there. And, you know, I've thought many times of people that assist in uh, marital affairs, whether it's uh, affairs, you know, of a romantic type or the dissolution of, of financial affairs, which... You know, frequently you'll get family. Oh, we're going to help my brother. He's going to put it in my name to hide it from his crazy wife. And all these things that go on, these dirty little deeds that people do. And uh, do people have a right to sue? I don't believe that it's really been something that's been brought about. But I'll tell you what, if you've ever been on the receiving end of it, I'll bet you think it's a good idea. God willing, I'll be back tomorrow. I show up to see you there. In the meantime, make it a great day.